This episode is sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls, just a great podcast app for everyone. Get it for free in the App Store. Hey there, this is Mark. You're about to listen to part two of Muffed Movies Dune, um, featuring special guest Grant Howitt. If you missed part one, uh, go back in the feed and listen to that one first, because we don't do a lot of explaining <laughs> at the top. Um, also, I wanted to let you know that any advertising revenue I get from the Chicago Podcast Cooperative is now going straight to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. If you want to support the show, the best way to do so is through Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash blastropodcast, and you can make a pledge to the show and keep the lights on, so to speak. Anyway, I hope you enjoy Dune Part 2, and uh, see you on the flip side. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Blaster Podcast Presents Muffed Movies, Dune Part 2. It is a time of spice crime. Smash cut. Two. Panarakis. Level unlocked. The Atreides forces land on the planet Arrakis. Down comes the ship. Uh, we can see that uh, the gang's all here. There's Daddy Atreides, Mummy Atreides, and Paul Atreides. And they're all welcomed into this household. They're all getting set up. They're all, they're all hanging out. They're all doing some stuff. There's a lot of admin. <laughs> they're all getting their key cards. A, a conspicuously English voice says over the intercom... Uh, Conservation of water is absolutely paramount upon Arrakis. Therefore, please take care of this water and drink it only properly. Don't drink it wrong, else you'll die. <laughs> a man with a neti pot <laughs> halfway up his nostril <laughs> stops, <laughs> looks down at the little elephant-shaped <laughs> instrument, and sheepishly tucks it back into his uniform pocket. <laughs> Atreides military men all take their weirding modules out of the one central cabinet where they are locked, just like packed so tightly for maximum space efficiency, right next to a big drum of crude oil and dynamite. (laughs) Hey boss, where should I put where should I put these lighters? (laughs) Oh, these zipper lighters. Uh, well, I suppose you should put them uh, on top of the dynamite. If you if you put them inside the dynamite, that could be dangerous. So it goes: Thank you, boss. barrel of crude oil, stack of dynamite, <laughs> lighters, lighters, and someone fix that sparking fluorescent light up there. <laughs> Smash cut to an aircraft. <laughs> Because we cut out a lot of boring shit. An aircraft flying over the desert. Uh, Duke Leto sits piloting this interesting uh, space aircraft, and behind him sit his master of battle, Gurney Halleck, Patrick Stewart, his son, Paul, and Dr. Kynes, an expert in Dune and the Imperial Advisor to help the transition from Harkonnen rule to Atreides rule. He's played by Max Van Sido, the uh, old priest from Exorcist. He has blue on blue eyes. Oh, 
Wait a minute. Paul Atreides looks over at Dr. Kynes. His eyes are totally blue. He must have been spending time with the Fremen, the indigenous people, people of Dune. What are you looking at, boy? <laughs> uh, your eyes, sir. They're very blue. Yeah, I've been out in the deserts. I've offed up a load of spice. And now my papers have got all the zur. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Paul turns away from him. <laughs> Gurney Halleck gives Dr. Kynes uh, like a game-recognized, game-type, respectful nod. Way to push the child around. Wait a second. It looks like you've put on your suit in the Wastelander style. Um, I'm sorry, sir. Did I screw it up? I, it just seemed like the correct fashion to put on my still suit, the magical suits we wear in the desert, which recycle our pee and our tears into drinkable water. Not to mention shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've no, you've done it. You've done it perfectly. This is the way it should be worn. And he will know your ways as if you were a native. Maybe the prophecy is true. Grant, it is amazing, like watch, watching you execute the Cockney character <laughs> while quoting this like pseudo religious <laughs> quote, and also forcing it through like the the Mister Limpet. Don Knotts cartoon fish style of uh, speaking. Thank you. Wait, what's that over there? Worm sign? Oh no, a worm is, uh, as you know, my son, the worms are always making uh, tracks under the ground. And if a worm shoots lightning up from the ground, then you can bet your bottom ducket that you are going to have a giant worm come out of the uh, sand and try to eat your spirit. Spice machine. You're bang on, Duke. <laughs> well done. I see. I see you paid attention to your Encarta '97. Now, <laughs> I, Doctor Kynes, I've been here for much longer, so I know that those worms are trying to pick up our spice harvesters. But it looks like we can't get the we can't get the rescue ship here in time. Well. God damn it! I wish I had a Patrick Stewart impression. I it's don't hard, know. isn't it? It's really hard. It's Patrick. Patrick. Patrick Stewart. Patrick, 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 Patrick Stewart. Engage. Number one. Engage. Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me. <laughs> Gurney Halleck. Now listen here, bingo. That airplane ain't gonna drive itself over to your spice. So I think we gotta go down and pick up these Johns and jackasses in our own little plane. Kapinch! That sounds like an excellent idea to me, Gurney. Let's fly down there and help them personally. Even though I'm a duke. Hang on. Okay, everyone, hop in my little ship. You injured spice miner, come here, I will carry you. But, but sir, we're not allowed to leave our spice harvesting stations. I don't care about the spice harvest. I only care about your young supper bodies. Maybe we don't care about the value of the spice. What a good leader he must be. Long live the house to try these. I am always in Harry. All of the super dirty spice farmers uh, jump into the tiny clown car 
ornithopter that our heroes have. They pull it's up. It's more like a brick. It's what? It's a brick that, it's a brick that happens to be in midair. That's right. It's a brick. Go on. They hop um, in. They hop you. <laughs> my lord, these no good layabouts are weighing us down. It will be a goddamn miracle if we don't get eaten by a giant space worm. Oh, I don't think there'll be a problem at all. I think the space worm's going to... Paul turns the camera. Leave us alone. And what do you know? That worm doesn't eat anyone. It just eats it eats a big sort of exploding harvester thing. Yeah, you all, know, all the people uh, are safe. You know, like the trailer for that movie where like the megalodon, huge prehistoric shark, breaches from the ocean underneath like an entire cruise ship which is in its mouth and it just closes its mouth that's that was ripped off from dune because that's what that worm does june did it first uh, uh, uh just, just to explain these 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 huge these huge fucking worms uh they've got like three mouth parts on the end is it three or four uh three, three? they're three, three, three. they've got like they're like a a penis they're very penile in, Instead of having one little hole where all the action comes out of, they are <laughs> the fun zone. <laughs> they are split into three, and their head opens up like um, the demigorgon from Stranger Things. Yeah, but only in three sections instead of four. Paul uh, looks down at the worm, and then looks down at his pockets as he realizes he's filled his pockets with raw, unrefined spice. He starts, starts rubbing on his gums like a cop <laughs> checking for cocaine. <laughs> wow. Wow, this is incredible. This is raw, uncut shit. <laughs> you should check out what my guy has, boy. <laughs> Says Dr. Kynes psychically to Paul. They look uh, at each other for a second. <laughs> underneath his nostrils is a clear trail of spice powder. <laughs> Smash cut. Paul's room later that night. He's off his little tits on spice. He's walking on the ceiling. <laughs> he's crowing like a bird. He's uh, he's he, he's just he's got his his boxes on and a shirt and his socks and he's jiving around in a pair of sunglasses. He's trying to play Skyrim on his laptop, but he keeps getting lost in all these fucking rooms in this dungeon. Why did he choose to play this game while high on spice? He calls up in Carter 97, has it, has it tell him that he's a real cool guy. <laughs> he makes a remix of it. And he is, he is whacked out on this, on this goof powder, mm -hmm. having an incredible blue-eye time, when suddenly... A sort of floating syringe arrives. Yes, a stop-motion robot comes, <laughs> slides out of the robot hole in Paul's bedroom wall. It's like a lightsaber <laughs> with a needle on the end of it. Um, and it feels very much like... Uh, uh, I hate to say this, but in Attack of the Clones, the Star Wars prequel, <laughs> mm. when they they send like the evil poisonous centipede to kill Padme as she slept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess they stole that from Dune. Anyways, this herky jerky robot uh, is blindly looking around to hunt and seek out sweet Atreides' flesh. 
Paul stands super fucking still. If I don't move, the robot cannot see me. Bit of a shitty design for a robot in retrospect. <laughs> what if I was asleep? Hey, kid. Hey, kid. I know you're in here. Why don't you just move around a little? It's just me, Hunter Seeker. I could call her. You know what? I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say this out loud, but but not move my mouth much, because this whole scene is just me thinking. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the lip thing anymore. I could call for help, but then, then it would murder whoever opened the door. No, I could grasp it, but it's gonna be slippery because it's hovering for some reason. Oh, what a pickle! What a real problem I found myself in. Ah, housekeeping. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Do you need your bedpan clean, my lord? The door opens, revealing Shadout Mapes. Sorry, <laughs> the Shadout Mapes. <laughs> a a blue-eyed housekeeper uh, who has been assigned to, to House Atreides. Uh, the the sort of hovering needle shoots towards her. And Paul Paul grabs it. Duck. Even though even though it's grippery, even though it's slippery. And and sort of it's got sort of like f- force grease on it. He jams wait, it into wait. a wall. No, <laughs> we could have negotiated. <laughs> I'm a diplomatic type. I could have told you where I buried the treasure. <laughs> uh, uh, are you okay? He says towards the shadow mapes. Am I okay? Am I okay? Shadow mapes puts her hands on her hips. Uh, yes. She- she is covered in the oil and poison stream that's jettisoning from the fractured robot that's like desperately trying to hump its way into the wall. <laughs> it's just like she's totally getting gacked by all of its uh, various uh, hydraulic fluids. I only have one uniform, you piece of garbage. I'm terribly sorry. Come in, come in. This, please move out, of, move out of the spray zone. Come, come, come into no, my quarters. I don't think I will. <laughs> okay, uh, Paul. Paul attempts to sort of. Paul attempts to maneuver the sprays around, but in fact, he makes it worse. <laughs> it gets oh, in well, her eyes. Well, okay, <laughs> did, 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 <laughs> did you have anything to say? <clears throat> yeah. First of all, I'd like to give a shout out to me. Shout out, Mapes. Just get that one out of the way right now. Secondly, um. You know, I'm a Fremen. We hate your kind, but you saved me life, so I'll do you a solid. Uh, there's a traitor. Uh, <laughs> What's that? Just her doing a solid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's a traitor in the house of trainees, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. You're a wizard, Harry. Good day. The Monty Python-esque character, uh flops uh, down the hall with each squinchy footstep more and more oil splats out and onto the ground and now I need to mop the floor again (laughs) and my mop's poisoned (laughs) everything's poisoned in the house of traders says a wise old owl you get back in my coat (laughs) oh sorry owl master (laughs) 
<coughs> Smash cut to the night shield generator room. Yes, it's so there's a shield generator. It's yeah. nighttime, and there's an electrical generator room that powers the shield generator. I, I, I have had the shield erected around my base to keep us safe from any of the insidious agents of House Harkonnen. They can't get in here now, now the field is erected. Duke Leto stands proudly looking around the room when suddenly he notices a writhing mass he didn't remember being part of the architecture. Oh, me bloody Gulliver! Oh, oh apples and oranges, eh? <laughs> Oh no, what is this? A poisoned housekeeper. You're a woman! He, 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 you're a woman! He, he, he drops down to his knees, ever, ever the, the, the kind duke, uh, touching this really toxic woman dripping with space poison. <laughs> I was poisoned, but it wasn't from the Imperial assassin droid that tried to kill your boy. It was you. <laughs> She points straight at Duke Leto, attempting to, <laughs> attempting to point behind him at Dr. Yue, who stands in the doorway, unbeknownst to Leto. But it appears she's implicating the Duke. What are you saying? No, it wasn't me. I found you here, you crazy woman. You're, have, you're having too much poison in your brain. Oh, well, speaking of poison in the brain, it takes one to know one. Pshew! Dr. Yue uses his space luger to shoot a small poison dart into Duke Leto. Take that, my lord. Oh, no, why, why have you done this to me? I got in deep with the Harkonnens, and look, they have my wife in some capacity. Uh, maybe she's kidnapped, I assume she must be. Yeah, there's a lot of things alluded to throughout the film, aren't there? Yeah, something about my wife, who I'm sure exists. Uh, Anyways, they got me by the short hairs, my lord. So, uh, look, I've drugged you, and um, they're going to come in, and they're going to wreck up your whole shit in just a second. But I'm going to give you the, the... the in- implement of your own revenge. I'm going to pull is, out your... Is, t- is it a revolver? Is it some sort of laser gun? No, a bomb? no. No, no, that's weird. A horse? I'm just, look, I'm going to do something normal by ripping out your tooth what? and then putting in a fake tooth that's filled with more poison. <laughs> but this poison's a gas. And then Seems you like you're throwing hard. good poison off the bat at this point, Yui. <laughs> You breathe real hard like a dragon, and Baron Harkonnen, knowing his psychological profile, is very likely to want to get close to your face and put just a little spittle in your on your face, and that that's when you blow the poison at him. Well, I mean, I don't have much to... I don't, okay, fine. It seems like you've ruined me, but I'll take this opportunity to fuck up Baron Harkonnen one last time. Awesome. And in exchange for this service, I'll make sure that Paul and Jessica get out safely. Oh, that's real good of you. I love them both very much. I know. Okay. Okay, bye. What's that outside? Is it the sound of Harkonnen bombers approaching? Oh, they're early. (laughs) (laughs) Smash cut to the sky. The bloated sausage-like Harkonnen dive bombers drop their amazingly powerful explodey bombs on the shieldless Atreides Fortress. Oh no, someone sabotaged the shield generator. 
with a sabotage device. Mm-hmm. They find a sabotage device. That's right. Which feels... It just feels like they could have written a little bit more or a little bit less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have, like, uh, weirding modules, which mm-hmm. very clearly everyone can tell what those do, and then a mm. sabotage device. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. I'm saying anyway. inconsistent naming conventions is what I'm saying. Harcone and bombers run in and fuck up the shop. Pop, 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 pop. All of the Atreides soldiers run into the weirding module containment room. Oh my god, though. It's flooded. A pipe burst, and now it's full of precious water. They can't go in there. It would waste and impurify the water. Oh, we're in a real bind, guys. Okay, let's just leave the door closed until the Baron gets here. <laughs> okay, we'll use our hand-to-hand. Gurney Halleck holding the one gun and also a pug <laughs> yep, <laughs> leads his forces on a desperate charge outside where they are mowed down by shock troopers. Mm, it's a bad scene. Mm-hmm. As are most of the scenes in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <clears throat> the, uh, uh, the blink wipe. Ooh. We see as though as though the camera is blinking, we can see the viewpoint waking up as Paul Atreides wakes up next to his mom. Nope. Ugh. Sorry. Jess wakes up <laughs> next to her son. Oh no. My son's been drugged. He shouldn't have experimented with drugs before he was going to get the sedative drugs. His liver is just like on its ribbons now. You can see it from the outside. That's how bad his liver is. It's like it's it's swirling up and distending his torso. I wonder what happened to his hand. Anyway. Well, well, well. Lady Jessica and the young Prince Paul... It's good to see you two in the flash. <laughs> Baron Harkonnen says, uh, saliciously removing Jennifer's Birkenstock. Jessica's <laughs> Birkenstock exposing her ankle. <laughs> he says, he was raised in a very puritanical household, so to him, this is pretty lurid. Ugh. What? What what horrible plan do you have for us, you vile monster? First, let me spit into your eye and nose region. Because <laughs> this, you know, David Lynch shit, probably not in the actual book. I'm, I'm, I'm tied up, I guess. I, I don't have much choice in the matter. And I don't value social distancing. Hey! <laughs> Baron Harkonnen spits a wad of uh, saliva onto Jessica's face. However... Since his blood sugar is so high, it's like a delicious Splenda that comes out. Huh. It's like vanilla pudding. I thought, thought it would be worse. It's the, the consistency of and taste of vanilla pudding. Damn you normies with your flavorless spit. Uh, anyway, um, this is my house once again, and... I'm going to send you two to the desert to get eaten by wines. Uh, so, I think... Uh, oh, let me reveal the the agent of your destruction, Dr. Yue. Dr. Yue sheepishly shuffles onto the open mic stage that Harkonnen has erected. 
Uh, hi. So, have you ever noticed how <laughs> how house house treaties guys drive like this, but house accordant guys drive like this? <laughs> it's true. Uh, Piter, show him off. <laughs> the Mentad Piter stabs Doctor Yue right in the back. Divine justice, perhaps. Mm. So anyway, your doctor sold you out. Uh, uh, Piter, have them taken to a very small uh, aircraft piloted by two dullards who I'm (laughs) sure will dispose of them in the manner that I have requested. Oh, hey, I I, I never flown this spaceship before. Yeah. Uh, but am I, uh, hey, are we allowed to go to go to, to, to drop the guys off into a worm? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Baron H said, uh, take these two and uh, fly them out and then find a worm and then drop them in the worm. You know, I'm not even a real Harkonnen. I won a contest to get here. <laughs> well, that, ex- that explains your family at the back of the ship. Yeah, we're from Denver. Don't pay any attention to me, son. It's okay. Ka-chink. She says, taking a loud Polaroid picture. <laughs> you just enjoy enjoy the dude experience. Denver by way of the Bronx. Yeah, I only got one American accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I can do, do one. That's a pretty good one to do. I can do the South as well, but not for now. Okay. The ship scuds uh, through the dirty air. And <laughs> one, of these, <laughs> one of these real dullards turns around. Um and gloats over how captured the two fall the scion of house atreides and chief concubine have been have been have been taken so easily and paul says antaras <laughs> trying to use the voice my son is trying to use the voice of the Benny Jesuit. oh i think i heard the little one say something <laughs> and he hits him with a gun he hits him with like a minigun, like know, right? a, a gigantic, gigantic weapon from Doom. It's like he's pulled off the front of the helicopter and just pokes him. <laughs> yeah. Ow. All right. I really got to make this one count this time. You guys should take off my mom's mouth gag. The uh, the 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 big one. Um, who was who was uh, so far revealing the ankles uh, again of Baroness? Ar- no, but, uh, what's her name? Lady Jessica. Thank you, Lady Jessica, Mama Trudy's, Mother Trudy's, uh, revealing his ankles. Says, "Oh, okay, I guess I will. Sounds good to me." And uh, and un- unties her gag. Uh oh. Again, pretty Lynchian. Yeah, shit's about to get real. That, that's Sh- a they, real gag. They, yeah, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know. They didn't know. That Lady Jessica is the civilian name of the superhero known as Banshee. Lady Jessica opens her mouth and emits a sonic blast, which rips the top of the aircraft clean off. The two unbuckled pilots are sucked out into the arid darkness. Paul, quickly, you're the only one who knows how to fly one of these things from all those video games you play. Uh, Make sure we don't crash. Not a problem, mother. Woo! He, he, uh, like, with all the skill of a protagonist, he manages to steer that ship down into a comfortable landing. Even though it's damaged. Nice. Mother, quick, 
Put on this suit. What recycles your pee? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm into it. Paul and his mother watch each other change as they get into <laughs> staring this. Staring <laughs> intently at each other's genitals. No, staring intently into each other's eyes. Gotta make sure you're putting it on right. Desert fashion. <laughs> Paul and his weirdly young mother change into these into these fantastical pea suits. Yeah. Uh, which are just like black body suits that have a bunch of like sausage-like pockets attached to them. Yeah, and, they got stuff on them. You got a nose hole you breathe into. Yeah, there's an unfortunate nose plug on a tube that goes in there, which I'm sure is from the book. But in cinema, like having nose plugs and wires coming out of people is just not what I'm it's into. Not but it's better than having a full mask, which would be the useful thing to have. So, you know. Okay. It's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They should have baned him. They... Mother, <laughs> we need to walk across the desert sands without arousing the worms. Yes, they look at across the night sand illuminated by the two moons of planet Arrakis, and they see that between them and the safety of the rocks are writhing massive heaps of sand kicked up by the dire worms huge evil spice creatures which are gonna like eat them if they can detect their uh vibrations you know for creatures that are like the size of five Mm. buses put Mm. front to back they are very sensitive to vibrations on the top of uh on the top of a material which is not like dense or unified. Well, they don't have anything else to do. Oh, that's it's not like true. They can watch TV. Yeah, all the, this is TV to them. Yeah, this is TV. Like r- rhythmic noises they hear atop the surface. Maybe it's like a fisherman who's just hanging out all day on the lake, and Ooh, yeah, it's just yeah, like just chilling out. They got little hats on. Yeah. Oh, Paul, whatever will we do? Don't worry, mother," <laughs> says Paul through his still suit breathing apparatus. Take that, take that stupid mask off, Paul. It's getting confusing. But I enjoy it. Come here. Oh, oh! <laughs> it's intensely painful. <laughs> oh. Um. <clears throat> don't worry, mom. I still have one thumper that I snuck out of our house because I'm really into these thumpers. <laughs> and I can plug it into the ground and it'll make a, a vibration that the worms will be dr- irresistibly drawn to. So then you and I can sprint across, I don't know, 5,000 meters of sand and make it to the rocks. Sounds good to me, son. Me too. Oh, thumper's on. Yeah, suddenly a sweet rave breaks out Just like Burning Man All of the like Norwegian techno That Duke Leto Atreides has uh, authored Plays from the Thumper They rush towards the safety of the rocks Will they survive? Will they die and be eaten by worms? Find out! Now, now. <laughs> smash cut to Paul Atreides and his mother, Lady Jessica, running furiously through the desert sands. <laughs> the sand behind them writhes in the darkness of the night, and suddenly a gigantic alien sandworm 
screeches forth. <laughs> uh, Paul Atreides uh, gestures frantically to the thumper machine which he erected in the sand to distract the worm but the worm just shakes its head no way fool I want your sweet sweet flesh I want your vibrations oh, very nice just as the worm is about to close down its thrifurcated mouth on Paul and his mama they leap and squeak into the crevice of a rock face. The worm crashes bodily into the mountain, and <laughs> its tummy grumbles, and it turns away to go munch on some soy-flavored chips. It's been drawn by the vibrations of a second thumper. <gasps> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. A, myst- a mystery thumper. We can hear in the in, in the distance the crazy junglist ravings of of a second of a second thumper. But who said this thumper? Smash cut. That, Mom? Oh. oh, 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 God, no! Oh, son, son, the smash cut came in. It caught me in the side. Oh no, no, mother, mother. Uh, Paul Atreides scoops his mother up, who has just been slashed by the. By the smash cut coming in in the middle of a line, he carries his wounded mother up uh, up the the rocky mountain on man-made steps. He reaches the summit and suddenly is staring into the barrel of a bunch of faces, blue-eyed faces of the Fremen, the indigenous people of the planet Arrakis. Uh, hey, guys. Is there a doctor in the house? Ha-ha. <laughs> The Fremen look at each other and assess these new, this new prey, which has which has arrived on their on 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 their on their on their, on their turf, and one of them says, "I will take the boy," and does a weird shouting thing, <laughs> which is never again repeated. <laughs> he did do that. I will take the boy. He looks like a strong fighter. I will ride him around like a pony. The Fremen lay hands upon Paul and start carting him off when Jessica, the Benny Gesserit using psychic power lady, uses her special weirding ways and creates harmless pyrotechnics all around the indigenous peoples. The Ewoks that are amongst them scream and cover their heads comically. (laughs) Whoa, 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 says the leader of the Fremen. Everybody be cool. Drop the boy. My name is still Gar. Still okay. Gar. <laughs> yeah. It it was Gar, mm-hmm. and then it was changed to Gary, and then we decided to go back to Gar, but people were confused. Is that short for Gary? So now it's just, it's still Gar. Sorry. That's my sorry. name. Can we take that introduction again? Hi. I'm still Gar. Okay. Leader. Okay, so were you of- Gar beforehand? No. Yeah, like when I was a boy, when I was a kid, I was Gar, and okay. then I grew up, and I was like, oh, I'm never gonna get a job as Gar. I gotta go to Gary and try to get a job with this Harkonnen office building, and then that phew, that proved to be a real soul sucking job. So I went back with my people, and I'm like, Hey, I'm Gary, and they're like, Are you sure? And I'm like, well, I could be Gar again. And I'm anyway. Look, you're gonna learn real quick, lady. We Fremen have a lot of conventions about naming. Anyway. What's your boy named? 
My boy named Paul. Yeah, that's not going to work. Let's give him a secret name, guys. I'll kill all of you by shouting, unless you give me some cool trade. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, want an Ewok? Uh, yes. But that's just for starters. <laughs> Come here, little fella. What? Damn it. The Ewok, the Ewok jumps head. on her lap and she, 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 fusses, she fusses its head. The Ewok's mine now. No, I want Zeta. safety. I'm a powerful witch, as is my son, and I wish to be, I, I wish to be protected. All right, nothing we enjoy more than protecting someone who threatens our lives. Here's the deal. We'll give you and your son shelter in exchange for teaching us all of your evil space magic. Sounds good to me. What do you think, little uh, fellow? Yep, da! Yes, good, good. Man, I'm going to eat the fuck out of this Ewok. Okay. <laughs> Fade cut to the interior of the tribe's cave. Uh, Paul is released by his captors, and he stands in front of the beautiful Chani, daughter of Liette. She is a tribeswoman. You might recognize her face as the lady in Blade Runner, who Harrison Ford is into. Or just know the actress's name is Sean Young. (laughs) I was I Whoa. was going to stab the fuck out of you if you did anything to harm the chieftain, but I see you didn't. I'm really into you, Paul. Really? Yes. I'm the girl from your dreams, which Grant and Mark haven't referenced. I mean, that's fine. Some dreams I like to keep private, especially <laughs> the ones about good g- girls. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've never actually talked to a girl my own age, so... It's just like talking to an Ewok. Now, you can't have your normal name. House of Treaties are a real bad sort around here. We need to give you a different name. Like a secret name? Yes, a secret name. Okay, well, I can be very useful. Okay, we can shorten that down. Cool. Ursul, useful, we'll call you useful. Thank you. Very good. Um, cool. So that's a secret name that I use with you and your tribe. Mm-hmm. And that's all we need to do, right? Just No, nope, no. Nope. Ne- There's a whole what? array of 30 individual names. <sighs> However, what I want you to do is... Hang on, where did we get Muad'Dib from? I forget. That's the name of the mouse shadow on the second moon that he dreamed of. Yeah, sounds like a real useless <laughs> thing to be. How about the shadow of a mouse? You fancy that? Does it sound cool? Muadib. Nope. It sounds foreign. Is that something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to come in here and be a real white savior mm-hmm. type narrative, mm-hmm. I might as well take a foreign sounding name so I can really appropriate your culture. Now, second question. Do you want to change your first name at all? I'm Paul. We'll stick with Paul. I'm Paul Paul Muad'Dib. Paul Muad'Dib. Great. Well, I love you now. I love you too. Okay, you kids, says Stilgar. Uh, We were just showing your mom around the old uh, Fremen commune. We want to show you two something very special. What have you got? Uh, Stilgar leads them down a dark stairwell into a shadowy cave. It expands on for miles and miles, and they see an entire underground lake. This is our treasure trove. It's water. What a treasure you've got here. 
And this, like, decaliters, from what I can tell. And this is this is the only source you have of water? No, we have a lot of underground caves just as big as this. Someday we're going to use this water somehow for good. That gives me an idea. <laughs> Paul takes out his little viewfinder toy <laughs> with pictures of the ocean from his home world <laughs> and shows it to all the Fremen who immediately cry and punch themselves in shame for thinking their water was so great. <laughs> We've got fucked up. We throw it away at home. We don't care about it. <laughs> you really put us in our place there, Moadjib. Yes, well. Smash cut to the interrogation room on planet Harkonnen. Ooh. The original smash cut, which wounded Jessica so, so <laughs> cruelly. Um, it's a pretty dark smash cut. Veers and smashes across the screen. The the guy, the advisor guy, is playing a sort of hurdy-gurdy device. He's winding it around. And Baron Harkonnen is flying around and around and around a steam pipe. Screaming with laughter and frivolity. He's having the best fucking time as this guy plays some sort of out-of-tune accordion. And really, mm-hmm. someone needs TV at this point. You've got to have some sort of, or like, <laughs> Netflix, a book. I don't know, man. Like, if it, if it's just the little Viewmasters, and this is what amounts to to uh, to, to entertainment, then do you know why I'm celebrating uh, my advisor? Uh, no, sir. Is this my voice? I forget. Tell me, sir. It's because I have the great Duke Leto Atreides. Tied up on this slab right here in this very room, and I gotta gloat all over him. <laughs> oh no, I really hope he doesn't spit on my face at all. I'd hate that. Okay, Duke. The Baron descends down close to the Duke's face. I'm gonna get your signet ring, which apparently I care about for some reason. Yeah, you'll seem to really and care I- about it. Yeah, and then I'm gonna like slowly torture you to death for all eternity no. and take over your dumb house. I hid, What do you have to say to that? I hid my signet ring. What? I hid my signet ring. It's not here. <laughs> Baron Harkonnen grips his meaty fists and shakes them skyward. The hurdy-gurdy tune uh, plays uh, a song of heartbreak. <laughs> Hey, Duke, why don't... No, Baron? Yeah, hey, Baron, why don't you come over here? I have something secret to tell you. Oh, this sounds like an opportunity, Baron says conspiratorially to his mentat piter. Yes. For the... For the old baron to hawk a loogie in another Atreides face. <laughs> Watch this. Uh, baron slinks over. Um, what? Uh, no, 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 sir, be careful. I fear he may have some sort of ruse. I'll put, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to what it is he has to say, and I'll repeat it to you as your trusted advisor. Mm, right as always, Piter. Okay, you stand where I was going to stand, and I'll stand behind you, and then you whisper to me what he tells you. Very good. He leans in close to Duke Atreides. <laughs> Just a reminder, when characters are thinking their internal oh, yeah, monologue, yeah. we have a very advanced 
underwater sound effect to let you, the listener, know that that's their thoughts. Duke, Leo, Atreides, Lido. The Duke bites down on his tooth and conjures, yeah, and conjures a big gout of poison smoke. Which he huffs in the face of poor old... I've forgotten the guy's name. Piter. Piter. My smart evil face! Piter falls down dead, and Baron Harkonnen uh, dweezels back to the wall, uh, shocked and amazed. The Duke's face implodes. Mm, must, have been ve- must have been a very important thing. Anywho, <laughs> smash cut to... The underground city of the Fremen. Paul Muad'Dib stands atop uh, a crevasse, and down deep in that crevasse is filled with thousands and thousands of the planet Arrakis's native people. Ladies and gentlemen of Dune, I Take am your top Paul... off! Okay. <laughs> Paul Atreides <laughs> pulls the top of his still suit off, Woo! and 20 de- decaliters of water <laughs> spill out... <laughs> Boo! Everyone says as he essentially destroys like forty thousand bucks worth of water. <laughs> Sorry, you told me to. Okay, carry on with uh, the speech. Okay. Anyway, um, I may just be a young boy, but I am here to teach you the weirding way—a way that you can use words to hurt your enemies. I will take 100 of your best warriors and humiliate them by training them <laughs> in, in the ways of my culture, and then they will teach 100 of their warriors, and so on and so forth. Um, and soon, the emperor himself will have to deal with Arrakis. We'll become the center of the universe, and we'll stop the spice trade. And I'm sure nothing bad's going to happen to you guys because we did that. Anyway, who's with me? I just want something to do. <laughs> we don't have TV or anything. It's boring. It's boring here. I want to do a war. Uh, and we see a cool <coughs> montage where where uh, where Paul teaches these these strapping young men and women to to, to use to use the the wedding devices. He has uh, he he had the plan to the wedding device secreted into his pocket. By Doctor yeah. Yui, uh, and of course yeah. he has one stuck to his hand. Well, where his hand would be, he has one. He has he has replaced that with a wedding device after he lost his hand in the first half. Much uh, like Ash in Evil Dead, precisely, but with more shouting. Um, and they uh, they're, they're trying to they're trying to shatter rocks, but they learn when they say his name, not Paul, the Muad'Dib bit. When they yeah. say Muad'Dib, it conjures a magical burst of sound which shatters rocks. Whoa. All of the warriors uh, high-five each other and Muad'Dib all the rocks apart in front of them. The guy from Skyrim comes in and sees their progress and sadly turns away with his lame dragon shouts. (laughs) We see over the next several weeks, Paul Atreides having his guys lift weights in the gym. We see one of his best students beating him running in circles around the track. Good job. We see all of them going to Pizza Hut for a party after the big game. (laughs) We see on the drive home, they accidentally hit someone on the road and they have to try and hide the body. 
Oh my gosh. Someone sees what they did that summer. It was me. I saw what you did. <laughs> I too have I one this, hand. I hope this doesn't come back to bite them next summer. <laughs> dun dun dun! <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> training and doing really well, but there's a problem. Hmm? The problem is, their reverend mother is so old. Oh, whoa. She's ancient. One of the Fremen wheels in their ancient <laughs> reverend mother. She's basically like paper mache on top of a skeleton made of dust. Oh, I remember when, when you guys is that's right, RJ. The Reverend Mother must <laughs> must die soon. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you guys, I'm the Reverend Mother of the Fremen. I know that there's another Reverend Mother who's like the Emperor's buddy. Hi. Um, and this is like there being two popes. Mm. So pretty weird, but we don't recognize her authority. We recognize mine. Anyways, I'm dying. So I need some other... A badass mother to drink the water of life, which will kill me and (laughs) and put my knowledge and wisdom into her. Are there any ladies in the house who'd like to volunteer? The other woman in the film puts up her hand. Shawnee, no, you're my love. If you become a reverend mother, then we can never be together in a romantic way. Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, well, well. How about your mum? Sorry. How about your mum? Of course, the mother becomes the reverend mother. I'm sure these guys feel that she's qualified and enculturated enough into their ways to become their religious and spiritual leader. Cool, guys. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, not a problem. Okay, let's get some of that big blue water and have a drink it, and we'll see what happens. Jessica shrugs, takes a shot of the water of life, and immediately blorts out a bunch of blood. She turns to the old Reverend Mother, who just crumples as though she were getting vacuumed from the inside. (laughs) Whoa, I know Kung Fu. All right, uh, shave off most of the front of her hair. She's a holy woman now. Inside, we see a shot deep inside the womb of Jessica. Jessica is pregnant with Daddy, Atre- with Daddy Atreides' daughter. And by, dr- oh by drinking the water of life, which is like royal jelly is to honey, mm. the water of life yeah. is to spice. She's drunk yeah. this, and that makes, that makes a good premature birth to her daughter, who has all the powers of her reverend mother, but is a real yeah. creepy child. And doesn't arrive again for a long time. We don't see her for a long time. We don't need to. We don't I see, don't want to look at that. We don't see the birth or anything. It's just hinted at. Yeah. Now, All right. the Fremen have a new Reverend Mum. Da-da-da-da. You got the mom. All right. Okay, let me check this off my to-do list. We trained insurgents. Mm. We <laughs> installed our own... Uh, political and religious leaders. Don't forget the drug um, abuse. We, oh, yeah, we abused a lot of drugs. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, the, the sacred wildlife. You know what, you guys? I think it's time that I conquered the worm, Shai Halud. Um, I, guess, I guess it is in the prophecy. 
yeah, it's in the fucking prophecy, and I want to do it. I want to conquer everything I touch. So you guys are going to follow me outside, and we're going to put hooks in this worm, and I'm going to ride it like a horsey. Worm cut. Oh, fortunately, uh, it's two halves wriggle away and form new worms. Thank you.